Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You will say that. To Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. <clears throat> I'm Lindsay Weber. And Lindsay lost her voice. <sighs> it's fine. It's it's just the one thing you need to do a podcast. I'm a voice sorry. And a mic. I always forget. It's like my like it's like my the purest like tool that I can't fuck up. You know, like I could do. <laughs> You burnt yourself yesterday, you know, like I burnt myself like you pulling tater tots out of the oven. Like you lost <laughs> finger use. That's fine for you. It was rough. It was tough on me. But you know what I mean? You still evening. can do your job, which is iconic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's this is the real vocational hazard. And I just I fucked it up. So I burned my finger uh, accidentally shoving the oven rack back into the oven Weird, without a mitt. Yeah pulling up the tater tots but you lost your voice what singing along to robin yeah <laughs> yeah happy pride <laughs> i mean <laughs> um so i'm sorry it sounds fine so i think it's fine yesterday was so much worse <laughs> can you whisper your reaction to harry connick jr joining the cast of nbc's annie live okay. as daddy warbucks okay here it is what do you think no Nor, 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 (laughs) nor. I'm so excited to see this fool in a bald cap. (laughs) Do you remember how good, (laughs) do you remember how good Taraji's statement was about like, it was very like reverent of Carol Burnett. This is Harry's statement. It's such a classic show and it's a show that I'm so familiar with just from seeing it a million times. And it's mm-hmm. one of those things where you watch it and enjoy it and never really imagine yourself a part of it. Yeah, why would you? So when I asked, when I was asked to play Daddy Warbucks, it was kind of a surreal experience because that's such an iconic role. And then they asked about Taraji P. Henson and he says, I absolutely love her. She's one of those super, super talented, multi-talented people that are very rare and I'm a huge fan. I'm really excited to not only be around her and get to work with her, but just to kind of watch her work and see what makes that big brain that she has tick. It's going to be a really fun experience. You can tell he wrote this himself. (laughs) Yeah. But that reminded me, Taraji posted BET Awards last night and at one point she dressed up as her and pretended to be her. And I'm just like, it will never... Not her. It will never not be funny that hers name is her. Wait, Taraji dressed up as her and was Taraji dressed to be up her? as her. Taraji dressed up as Tina Turner. Oh, Taraji okay. dressed up as her. Taraji did a lot of dress. She dressed up as Betty Boop. Like she did a lot of dress up at the BET Awards, but her was honestly they the one that sold the show. So fun! I was I watched bits of it. I watched a lot of the performances. It looked real. It looked, it looked real. Fun. It looks live as fuck in a fun. There was way. a real red carpet. There was fashion. Wore fashion on the red carpet. He made out with two people on stage. It was wonderful. Cardi B came out pregnant. It was a lot of stuff going on. It was a real award show. Yeah, and Harry Connick Jr. was not invited. Hey, hobo man. Hey, dapper Dan. You've both got your style. (laughs) So wait, 
Before we move on, you are really excited because Love Island is about to premiere. You told me oh, yesterday. Wait, what did you... You were talking about some book and you were like, well, I'm not going to be able to read it for two months because Love Island starts this week. <laughs> I mean, I'm not like out here reading anyways, really, but... When Love Island starts, I know that my night every single night of the week is going to be taken up by watching Love Island. So I just don't, I just know that I'm going to have to, you know, shift some other priorities around. I love this voice. I got to say, I love it. It's really good. (laughs) I don't know who she is. Even my laugh is different. But I like it. But I love Island returns to the UK, which is huge because it was canceled last year and I've missed it. It airs nightly on ITV2. And if you're a true fan, you can figure out how to watch it like (laughs) in the UK before it hits Hulu. So I'll leave that up to you. But I will be tuning in. Does it hit Hulu the next day? I'm not quite sure, but you. But if you really want to be up on your tabloids, you gotta you gotta yeah, dive why VPNs right in. Exist. It's that's not why that VPNs hard exist. to figure out how to watch no. ITV. I'm just saying, like no. anyone could figure it out. But I am going to make it, you know, my goal to be caught up. Hopefully, each day, you know. What's funny? I've noticed that ads for VPNs, like on podcasts, explicitly mention like watch content from other <laughs> countries. I'm like, oh, no one's trying to hide oh anything. God, we here. don't have like, a VPN ad. That would be great for this if we. That had would be one. the peg. Love Island. Mm, interesting. Speaking well, of Love Island, though, Malika Hawk is dating one of them. I was trying to lead into this, which was that Malika Hawk is dating one of the American Love Island guys, Johnny okay. Middlebrooks. I think he's American. He no, he's American. Who mm-hmm. the only thing that's funny about this. This guy is such a freaking social climber. The only thing that's funny about this A is Love that Island contestant is when, a social climber? When you what? Google uh, his name, it says people also ask, are Celery and Johnny still <laughs> together? And I was like, Celery? Who the fuck is Celery? And then I remembered on Love Island, the girl he ended up with, her name is Seely. Seely Vasquez. C E L Y. And people are typing in our celery. They're like, is he still with that girl, Celery? <laughs> it's <laughs> two letters away celery. from Celery. Like, it's not that close. Seely Vasquez and Celery Vasquez are very far away. Is Are Johnny and Celery still together? <laughs> well, they're not. They're not. He is now with. He is now with Malika. The Love Island standard is that these people break up with their partners, go on the show, find quote unquote love, try and win. And then the minute they reach back home, the old partner resurfaces or actually they were still with somebody the whole time or they didn't really want to be with this person anyways. And it's like devastating. It's honestly the postscript of Love Island is so devastating. I don't recommend anyone research. You know, I don't I mm-hmm. want these people this is very, I'm trying to say this the kindest way that I can. I want Love Island people to disappear off the face of the earth once the show <laughs> is over. <laughs> I don't want to hear from you. I don't want to see you. I don't want you coming up in the news. Nothing. You want them to go to like some other island, some other space island, go a planet, I guess. Somewhere Other, otherwise known as a planet. Else. <laughs> okay. We send them to the ISS. That's where we send them after Love Island. The Russians are like, we can't fit anyone else. Stop stop sending Love Island people up here. This is a nightmare. Oh, yeah, because they're trying to, like, decommission it. We're just sending all the Love Island contestants there. That's a gravity reboot also. Speaking hmm. of uh, extraterrestrial places, you saw Cara Delevingne's new AD tour, <laughs> oh, are you? Hi, guys. We've met before, right? Hi, AD. I'm Cara Delevingne, and welcome to my house. Leo, come on. Okay, yeah, I'll see you later. Be back by 10. Okay. That's good. Who we lives here? A this. fucking alien. Who is this person? 
we almost talked about this in the Patreon and Lindsay like got mad at me. I put it in the Patreon doc and she was like, because we usually talk about them in the Patreon are just like weird topics. And she was like, do not call Cara Delevingne them. And I was like, that's kind of fair. That's kind of fair. She's a First of all, still. didn't I just see this woman show me around her other psycho house like four minutes ago? Where she lived with her sister. Yeah, yeah. it was like jungle themed. And I was like, this is giving me the biggest migraine, you know, I don't even get migraines. Mm-hmm, that's a flex. Mm-hmm. So Kara showed, yeah, that's a big humble brag. So Kara showed off her house on Architectural Digest, the new house where she just moved in, I guess. And it starts off and you're like, wow, this is so beautiful. Because when it started, I was like, wow, being rich seems so fun. Look how big this is. Look how good the light is. And then within 45 seconds, it just becomes a house of horrors. It is, everything about it is hideous. It's overdone. It's like, it's like a child who has been given $6 million and been told, like, go nuts. It's the grown-up L.A. 2020 to 2021 version of when you went to somebody's house in college and you realized, oh, this is a party house. People mm-hmm. live here, but it's made for parties. The table is a beer pong table. The The fridge is filled with beer. You know, like, there's no there's no sign of life, you know? The hallway is a vagina. So this was probably the newest thing that he helped me create. I think I called him up one day and asked for this, and he genuinely made this happen. So... This is my vagina tunnel. Shall I go through? I'm gonna go through. Oh God. And then you're inside. You wanna come in, Alfie? Come on, baby. I come in here to think, I come in here to create. I feel inspired in the vagina tunnel. So I'm gonna show you where this lovely labia leads. See you there. And also, I realize every room is a museum of ice cream. This is the room where I have my ball pit, but the balls (laughs) are full of like jelly and you can eat the jelly. Like it's always (laughs) some gimmick. It's just the grossest house. Right. This used to be a functional second bedroom, but now it's 25 water beds stacked on top of each other. My voice is crazy. Your voice is really <laughs> funny. Your voice is really funny. When she says, this was this was our friend Kate's favorite part, when she's like, the floors are very hard and they hurt my feet, so I got a scooter to go around my house. And it's like, look, Bitch. look, get rugs, get carpet. Like, I know that people look down on carpet, but if hardwood or concrete stained concrete is hurting your feet maybe you have to put in the solution to a hard floor hurting your feet is not a scooter it's not it's scooters are made of metal and plastic it's still hard i'm sorry but get a pair of crocs i don't know what to tell what what even is this issue how is this an issue okay do crocs make your feet just puddles of sweat because i don't know if i can keep wearing you brought this up i cut it from the podcast i don't know what to tell you is this just me or is this everyone? No, I wear mine like almost every day. They don't make my feet sweaty. Okay. Well, okay. Cara Delevingne's house is disgusting. And it looks, it's probably one of the most, one of the priciest apartments or houses that we've seen on AD in a while. Like it's so big. It's so LA. It's so overdone. Everything about it is custom and it's ugly. I wouldn't say it's like disgusting. It's just like, it's the new version of gaudy. And I just think like we have a very specific aesthetic in mind that we that we consider to be like Liberace meets Joan Collins gaudy like Las Vegas Mm -hmm. you know whatever I think this is the millennial or the zillennial version of gaudiness where it's like everything it looks like it's an experience or like an Instagram photo that's what I mean nothing is actually like livable or chic or unique it's everything is like hey why don't we turn this seat thing into a slide and it's like why you know and i think it's just this is nouveau gaudy 
it seems like it's a party house, like you called it. But also, like, it doesn't really even seem like the most comfortable party house. Like, there, there's no real comfy place to, like, sit down and chill and chat with people. Like, everything is just so... Every what are you room talking is about? Exhausting. What about her, like, vagina room with, like, the swing <laughs> no, 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 and, like, no, the no. cuffs that are, like, attached to the thing? No. No, 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 no. Remember, never that? forget, so, this is the woman who brought the sex bench in for, like, a gag. I mean, that sex bench is in there somewhere. She's funny. And also, I think it was unfair that she got an Architectural Digest tour because it's like so much of the stuff that she's showing off we've already seen because she repeats over and over again. I just took this from my last house, like the bed, like the chair, all of the like artwork. And also, who knows? We've seen it all before. It could be for sale next week as far as these things go. That would not shock me. None of it is. I think the thing that's frustrating, most frustrating about this house is that like none of it is made to last. Like just like a museum of ice cream is going to sort of like decompose more quickly than a normal storefront because people are interacting with everything like all of this stuff is just going to crumble fall apart and it's going to be dated in two seconds like she's going to have to change this entire house in 18 months when i guess she can because she can afford it but like it's just not a cozy livable house wow. okay, bothers fine. me slammer slammer so i think that's all i can't obviously take you in the dungeon downstairs because that would be showing all my secrets it's a joke. I don't have a dungeon. That would be weird. <laughs> What's up with Erica Jane? You're the housewife's head. You watched a Hulu doc on this. There was a Hulu doc on this, Lindsay. What? This was a housewife. Erica Jane. A real housewife of Beverly Hills. Who married a hustler. Tom Girardi was LA Law. So powerful. They were just blowing money left and right. But then. The real housewife star accused with her husband of staging a fake divorce. Thomas Girardi accused of embezzlement. People love a good scandal. The biggest question is that she know. <laughs> The Housewife and the Hustler. Only on Hulu. It was called The Housewife and the Hustler. Was it official? It's not. I mean, what do you mean by official? Oh, it's ABC like, News. Oh, it's ABC News. I thought it was like, is it a Erica Jane sanctioned thing, but it's news. They got some really funny Housewives talking heads. And they even okay. got, Andy Cohen was like, I'm not commenting on Like, that's where, like, they got the worst people. But they got, like, Sonny Hostin, like, I'm a lawyer, to, you know, comment. Mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm. got a lot of people involved in the case to comment, as well as a lot of women who worked at his uh, former law firm to comment. And what's really sad is, like, I think they were they wanted this documentary to be a little bit of like gossy, you know? But what it turned out to be was a really, really sad documentation of like the victims that he stole money from. So it's like this guy is like, I got in this accident where like my house blew up and I was burned, right? And it's like he he won me a hundred million dollars. I have seen not one penny of that dollars, you know, and it's just like mm-hmm. so bleak because it's like these people won enough money to really have them set for like future generations even. And like they will never ever see that money. And so it's like really more of a documentary about that scenario happening and how it happens to lots of people all the time and you don't realize. Got it. That's crazy. I had no idea. So this is about that. And like what's happening from that documentary, I think, is that – the Erica Jane's lawyers are seeing that there is a lot of evidence that she knew more about this going on than she let on. Her name is on a few documents where she's like uh, the secretary for his like businesses, you know, some of these businesses he started, right? Mm-hmm. She sees paperwork or at least her name is on documents inferring that she sees paperwork because she's trying to essentially say like my money is separate than his money. Got it. Okay. Meanwhile, Housewives is airing currently 
and they're talking about this as well. Even though those are old episodes, what's currently happening is different. So her lawyers tried to basically file to get put off the case. They didn't want to be her lawyers anymore. Mm-hmm. Then the next day, it they was. filed to stay on the case. It's like a whole messy thing. But since this documentary came out, it, she is considered. She was requesting that the judge change the lawyer again because he tweeted about shit on social media or whatever. Clap if you believe her. All right. Nornteman, uh-huh. present your theory. Well, even Bernie agrees uh-huh. with Norman. Oh, sorry, Bernie, I don't mean to drag you into stuff. <laughs> sorry, Burns. Well, I think they're in a lot of trouble, legally, or he is. So mm-hmm. I believe maybe, possibly, Allegedly, <laughs> she came home from that Lake Tahoe trip, mm-hmm. and which she mentioned nothing about a divorce. It was all like, oh, I love Tom. Uh. Mm-hmm. So she got home from that trip, and he told her, look, it's about to hit the fan. It's all going down. I'm going to put the money in your account, and we're going to say we're divorced. I'm going to pretend this and that is happening to me, and you're going to go on that show, and you're going to say this and that. Yeah. Pretty good. That's pretty good. I thought there was a preview for the next season or some episode of Real Houses of Beverly Hills, and they called it the biggest scandal in Housewives history. I mean, is that is is that hyperbole or is that true? It deals with maybe more money than has been dealt because these women, all the crimes they get involved with, are always like money crimes. Mm -hmm. You know, like Teresa. You know about Teresa? Yeah. But and so it's it's a lot of money. You know, it's like the Aaron Brockovich lawyer stole millions and millions of dollars from like victims of like plane crashes, like truly appalling shit, you know, to basically subsidize his wife's music career, who then released a song called I'm So Rich, I'm So Expensive. So it's mm-hmm. like that is really bad, you know, if true, okay. allegedly. Will you be watching? Which part? The episode? The episode? I mean, sure, probably. I'm already, I already watched this stupid documentary. I mean, the document wasn't stupid. I'm just like, they clearly promoted it as something scandalous and had a lot to do with Erica because that's the, that's the hook. But then the document was really just like wasn't so about Erica. sad and it was like, yeah, like these people like really don't deserve this. This sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, they thought they were choosing the best lawyer and they were because he won cases, but he was a freaking con artist. He was the hustler. He was the titular hustler. It also just shows that like, Every time they introduce a new housewife and they're like, she is damn rich. She is so rich. It's like uh, at the beginning of the end for her wealth. <laughs> These women cannot stay rich. <laughs> That's what happens in every reality show, though. Like the people who are pretending to be the richest are usually the ones whose wealth is in like the most precarious situation. Where it's My like, thing These is things like, can be, go- be gone in two seconds. If you're out here committing crimes to stay rich, why would you want to be on Housewives? I mean, you really truly have to have a brain disease to like, to go on, to go on a public show, become famous when you know that eventually somebody could maybe find out that the reason you're rich is not. Because of crime? Yeah, is because of crime. <laughs> More eyes on your crime. Okay. Uh, okay, we're still on reality TV. Did you see that Rachel Lindsay was on the t- fucking cover of New York Magazine? I did. She did it an as told to, to, who did she do it? To Allison P. Davis? Yeah. It was, it was shocking. A lot of it was stuff we already knew. Yeah. 
I think the the part that kind of made me like raise my eyebrow a little bit because it's it's like you said it's a lot it's a lot of I guess that this the stuff that we didn't know was all of the details about her audition process yes. I thought was actually sort of because you always wonder like how they get the smart people Rachel Lindsay is a smart person to mm-hmm. engage in this bullshit and yeah it is kind of uh, for her they manipulated her quite a bit because you know she was going to be the first quote unquote right mm-hmm. and. They said, if not you, who, you know, it's like everything's counting on you to be the first black bachelorette, you know? Yeah. And well, that's part of the thing. She's a, she's a smart person. And she says, she's like, well, because I was the first black bachelorette, like I had to be the smart one. I had to be like the one with the law degree, the one with like the parents who were somebody. It was like, I couldn't just be the random white girl who was like a beauty pageant. And she was like, that's offensive and racist, but like, whatever she kept, she says that she acknowledged all these things. And she was like, I'm going to go into this and it's going to be good for me. It's going to be good. And for her, it wasn't good. But the thing is with her is that what I find just so interesting about her, and a lot of Bachelorettes this happens with, she's still with the guy from her season. So when it's like, do you have any regrets? Mm-hmm. It's like very, love of her it's life. really hard for her because I think she's like, oh, I have regrets everywhere, but it's hard for me to regret, regret this because I met my husband and, mm-hmm. you know. But the end is kind of more interesting because she's like, I'm recu- I'm recusing myself, right? That's the word, lawyerly, from mm-hmm anything having to do with The Bachelor moving forward you know, or like I'm just not involved in this anymore like she took a break she like quit the podcast that she was doing yeah that you know had I'm sure she was talking about it I don't know if she's the extra correspondent anymore right or for right now so it's just it's yeah. interesting like she has a book of essays coming out I think this is the obviously the promo for that you know yeah I that that's what I was gonna say the ending is the is the most surprising part because I think a lot of people ourselves included have long thought that Rachel was sort of table setting for her to just take Chris's place and be the right, face but of the she's Bachelor. Not. The Bachelor. That's what and I she find specifically so says here interesting. Like, I don't really want to be the Bachelor person anymore. What does she say? I'm no longer making myself available to the Bachelor universe. I'm a, to the franchise, I, I no mean, longer I'm a figurehead. Impr- I'm surprised because I just Me too. everyone is sinister, but I'm very impressed and I'm like happy for her. Like she doesn't she shouldn't be having to do, to do this work the rest of her life. It sounds like mm-hmm. what she did is enough and she, it was painful. Yeah. And I mean, obviously she has plans for the future. She has plans to be a talker, a writer, a public figure. Like yeah, her, totally. her book, and it's not even like her book comes out tomorrow. Her book doesn't come out until January. Like this isn't necessarily book promo. You're this right. is just because right. like Rachel's telling a story. Right. Um, and what I what I thought was sort of weird was that she's she's a writer. She wrote this book of essays, but this was clearly just dictated. This was just looks like it was a really long interview Com- yeah, that like was transcribed into one thing. Yeah, and because I gotta it goes say, on and no matter on and how on. I feel about her after I read this, I think positive for the most part. As soon as I read those comments, I'm like, I'll go to the cage for her. I'll kill for mm-hmm. her because the way that people talk about her. And directly to her in some of these comments is so disgusting on some levels. And the Bachelor Nation, some of the fandom there is so toxic that, I, like, she could say whatever. And I'm like, Team Rachel. And, like, I just, like, it's gro- it's so gross, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, also, don't you think, I mean, I, maybe this is ironic. I think it's technically ironic. Uh Although, God, what in, is? in a weird way, just the fact that the person who came out and exposed all of the bachelor's flaws or basically sh- shown a spotlight on them where they were no longer ignorable is the person who may have found 
the strongest relationship from the show. Mm, like, I mean, she's dumping on the show. She's talking about how the show is so terrible for so many reasons, but oops, she fell in love. Like, it's kind of sweet. It's like this, it's weirdly poetic, you know, in this way. I see my forever and I see my future. Wait. <laughs> I want to kiss you so bad. So and bad I right just want to tell you that I love you and I'm in love with you and I can't imagine spending my life with anyone else. There are quite a few strong relationships that came from The Bachelor, but I mean, she has one of them. It, mm-hmm. In terms of like a percentage rate, it's low, and she has one. It's of low. Them. So yeah, yeah, I mean, she got the best case scenario though. I the guess the most interesting that she thing that she talked about for me was how they they really pushed the stereotype of her now husband Brian because he is Latino, and they were like they really pushed that like in the show, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the guy who was kind of the other guy was that guy, Pilot Pete or whatever, who oh, was guy, so yeah. boring. And they really tried to make him interesting to get, to give her this the, the drama of who to pick, right? Mm-hmm. When she really was not as into Pilot Pete as she was into Brian the whole time. It's not interesting TV if that's the case. So like mm-hmm. she's, she's saying like the manipulation was already really there. And they also like knew they kind of wanted Pilot Pete for The Bachelor anyways. Yeah, because she was like, everyone loved Pilot Pete. Pilot Pete was the number one favorite. And then with this guy, it was just like a joke because they like played stereotypical music every time he walked on screen or something like that where it was like they gave him this, they gave him kind of like this goofy edit, the non-serious edit, but it was the one that she was actually in love with. Really good insights into reality TV production and the way that like maybe your assumption about these relationships is close but just far enough away for it to just feel like you know this huge gulf between what what the truth is and what we think is like her relationship with chris where it's like we were always together for the production we always had to like be around each other traveling and stuff but like we weren't close at all like they didn't really talk it was just this really superficial relationship like it that that was sort of interesting to me and the way we're like even kind of the real-time editing where she would have a conversation with one of the bachelors and it would maybe veer into the topic of race or something and she would get angry and a producer would go by the way we're cutting that right you know like right, right away they'd say this isn't going to be on the show right like that's interesting to me great cool cover a cool ny man cover a cool idea cool cover yeah is olivia rodrigo a who or is no. she a them i guess she's a them is she a them Ugh. courtney love i think is a them courtney love is a them so this is a them on them we can't even talk courtney about loves it. big yeah, I guess we can't talk about it. I guess we have to move Is on. Is Olivia Rodrigo really a them? Sure, whatever, I guess. Whenever you are that quickly a, a chart topper and have not one but two, like, number one songs within the span of a couple of months, I think so. I don't even think she's just a, a Gen Z them. I think we all know who she is now. Uh, maybe not. I mean, I just feel like it's like her song is as big, if not if not bigger than Bodak Yellow. So it's like when Cardi B, I think Cardi B is more of a, a cultural phenomenon and more of a personality and more everywhere than than Olivia is. But uh, if we're going to call that a breakthrough, who to them? We got to call this a breakthrough, who to them too? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is a lot of the culture. That song is everywhere. She's a lot of the culture. I think there is something a little stranger about like Cardi B was a like what in her 20s when this happened like there's still even though olivia rodrigo is what 18 19 like an adult there's something about her image that's still sort of like teeny bopper childish you know or it's like oh no this isn't for it may be easier for an adult to say like this isn't for me whereas with like 
Cardi yeah, D. Yeah, but the response is, oh, God, I'm too old for this, but I love it. It's not even like this isn't for me. This is like, I don't care who says that I'm listening to this. Like, I feel old. I love it. So I don't even yeah. I think it. Even- She's a them. You know who who is absolutely a who and there's no debate? Jared Padalecki. <laughs> Did you see this? I didn't see it until you put it in the doc. I can't believe this. And I kept scrolling and being like, wait, where's the reveal that he's kidding? Where's the reveal that he's kidding? And he's not kidding. And then it just becomes like brutal. I'm just dying because like this guy, Jared Padalecki, moves to Austin, gets like Walker, Texas Ranger on the CW, like Mm -hmm. the reboot, which like, okay. And then... He was on Supernatural for 100 years. He was on Supernatural for 100 years. And his his former Supernatural co-star, Jensen Ackles... Didn't okay. get the freaking Walker Texas Ranger reboot. He's still in LA tooling around. So he gets this supernatural prequel reboot or something. Prequel, the Winchesters. Prequel yeah. reboot. Prequel. <laughs> and tweets it or whatever. And Jared Padalecki retweets it. And, and I, he goes, dude, happy for you. Wish I heard about this some other way than Twitter. I'm excited to watch, but bummed that Sam Winchester had no involvement whatsoever. I guess it's his character's name. Were they they were brothers, right? Yeah, they were brothers. And then oh somebody my God. somebody was like, This has got to be a bad joke. This ain't it. We're freaking out. Because the fandom is powerful or loud. And he mm-hmm. wrote, No, it's not. This is the first time I've heard about it. <laughs> I'm gutted. It is weird they wouldn't even just tell him. It is some. It really says well, a lot. Well, he's busy making Walker. Yeah, but come on. Leave the guy a message. Hey, we're rebooting the show you were on without you. Like, I know you're busy, but like your best friend forever, Jensen Ackles. 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 I guess there's another guy on the show, Misha Collins, who's another actor who played some character on Supernatural. And, and he retweeted the article and wrote, Seems like this show would benefit from a time-traveling angel in a trench coat character. Just saying. <laughs> and so Jared Padalecki retweeted because he was, like, shaming him. And Misha was like, need a guy? I'm free. You know, like, hire me. <laughs> well, he also he also RT'd the showrunner. He said, A2 yeah. Brute. <laughs> this guy is but, so mad. But then, obviously, he had a talking to or spoke to someone and said, at Jensen Ackles, and I had a great talk, as we do often. And things are good. The show is early in the process with miles to go, a.k.a. there's plenty of runway for me to be involved. We've traveled a lot of roads together, and sometimes those damn roads have bumps. Bumps don't stop us. Once brothers, (sighs) always brothers. Hashtag SPN family. These two absolutely despise each other. (laughs) It's Nothing's ever been clearer. Then you have Jensen Ackles quote retweeting that and adding, Love you, at Jarpad. Miss these talks. I forgot how much FaceTime we always used to get. And I miss that too. I know you're busy, as am I, but you're still my brother. I miss you, pal. Ugh. Get a room. Get a room, please. This is ridiculous. Happy get Pride, get a room. A room. <laughs> but no, you're right. Like, there is just resentment and, like, oh my God. There's resentment and disgust just dripping off of these tweets. And it's clearly like they worked together for a hundred years. They're probably sick of it. They've had enough of each other. Also, like, don't be rude. You just got a show. Why are you being rude to Jensen? You just I'm got sure a show. I'm sure they were like, Jensen, will you reboot this, like, very popular franchise? And he's like, as long as Jared Padalecki isn't there, like, I am sick of that guy. Will you not tell him before the deadline story goes up? Because that would make me really happy. Please? Please? I'm going for this new show. It's like, 
It's like open on a grave. Sam Winchester has died. <laughs> Is that his name? Sam Winchester. That's how that's how Sex in the City is starting. Oh my god. Because they're like, Chris Noth is in it, and it's like, honey, no. Chris Noth is gonna be in flashback, like grabbing his left arm, being like, Gary, call an ambulance. Yeah, he's in it watching down from heaven or whatever. John, do you need an abs John, do you need an ambulance? Absolutely like collapse. <laughs> like that's how Sex in the City is starting. That's what's happening. Oh, he's in it as an organ donor. <laughs> okay, we need to move on. There are only two times when it's appropriate to wear the little black dress in daylight. One involves leaving a party way too late. The other involves leaving the party way too early. The New York funeral. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. <laughs> What when I sleep on other beds, what is there I else get to say mad. is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my bed. It, I've made it. It's, it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm -hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get. And that's the one I got. And that's the one that I love. And that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm -hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm -hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it. And now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix Rude. so much. So rude. Everybody is unique, and I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different, and that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. I was in Florida this past weekend, and guess what was the talk of the town? Your mom's aura frame? The aura frame. The aura frame kept, it was scrolling through every photo. I was like, oh, oh, there's that. Oh, there's that. Oh, there. I'm like, where'd they get that photo? There's always a photo where I'm like, where'd they get that photo? How'd they get that photo? I don't know where my mom gets the gifts that she sends me. Like when she sends me a text gift, I'm like, where did you find that? And sometimes I look at her aura frame and I'm like, where did you download this? No, I'm like, where did you get this photo from? Whose Instagram did you steal this photo off of? You know? They love to steal from, and they love to just screenshot and not yeah. crops. It'll just oh. be like a cropped iPhone photo that's Instagram. on the aura frame. Exactly. With it. comments and everything. It'll just be on, <laughs> it'll be zoomed in sometimes. So it's extra blurry, but you know what? That's how easy it is to get the photos on the aura frame because my parents can figure out how to do it. Do they do yes. it well? No, but do they do it? Yes. And the other thing that's great about aura frames, when you give them to your mom, your mother, a mother in your life, a mother mm -hmm. figure, it's a great mother's day gift. Whoever the mother in your life is, you can connect it to your oh, yeah. aura app. And, and you, you can, can just photos. send them photos. You right. can, if they approve it, you can just put photos and kind of troll them and have fun and put random photos. I do it to Lindsay sometimes. Yeah, he does. Um, you can do it to your mom. My mom gave me access because she likes putting. You got to be careful. Photos you got to be a little careful with that, but you, you, should, you could do it. But you should do you it. You got to be a little bit careful. 
But you Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected and they come with unlimited storage because it's all in the cloud. So you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful it's not another sweater, she'll love that an Aura frame means she gets to see more of you. So right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code WHO at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Maya Jama, that's a new person. Hi everyone, I'm Maya Jama, and I'm gonna tell you 10 things you didn't know about me with Glamour UK. That's, that's all you got? That's all that's you got all to I've say? That's all I've got. Maya Jama's dating Ben Simmons, who Ben was, Ben, see, I feel, I only know about, I only know about sports whenever they dated a, a, a famous person, and this sports person dated Kendall Jenner. Ben dated Kendall Jenner, Jenner, and Maya dated Stormzy. The reason why I noticed this piece this piece of news uh, is because they <laughs> were spotted leaving a dinner date at Sexy Fish, which like immediately brought me back to my Jess Glynn, the Jess Glynn sexy face debacle. Remember she was like underdressed? How could I forget? How could I forget that Jess Glynn was under, underdressed at Sexy Fish? Sexy Fish. Jess Glynn was underdressed at Sexy Fish in the middle of a pandemic. Never forget. Like In the middle of a pandemic. And then was, was mad that they didn't let her in because it was a pandemic, because of all of lots of things. Was it during the pandemic? Yes, it was last summer. And Jessica sure? was like, I want to go to Sexy Fish. And she was in a hoodie. And they were like, you're not getting in here, honey. And then she got angry. Maya's ex. She Maya, called it discrimination. Maya is a host. I love a, a very UK thing. I mean, we have this too, but Maya is a host. They have so many yeah. things you can host. And that's her main yeah. gig is like, she's the co-presenter of something, 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 something. She, host, she hosted The Circle in the UK. Mm-hmm. And she used to date Stormzy. For mm-hmm. four years. Four years. Four years. And now she's dating Ben Simmons. The other interesting thing is that she was rumored to have something with Drake because he name dropped her in a freestyle. And then there was like, oh, it's Drake versus Stormzy or whatever. But she is mentioned in a Drake freestyle. Yeah. Yo. Chose my jam this you for a chain and give it to a sweet one called that Maya Jama. Giving up gifts like Santa, sipping on Santa. Used to do lean and wop. Closet full up with designer, coming like Panda Panda. And then she was like, I've never met the guy. You're right. Like, we don't necessarily have American equivalents that are that are exactly the same. Like, there isn't a perfect parallel, right? There isn't this, like, you know, exact replica. We have hosts. But then it's yeah. hard because it's like, our hosts... I guess our newer hosts, let's say like James Cord and Jimmy Fallon are also performers. They're also actors. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, yeah. I guess our hosts, we have late night hosts. That's a, that's a category, right? So, you late know, night host is different than just like a TV presenter right. who works across this the BBC. Is, this is a bouncing host. This is a very mm-hmm. much like almost like somebody who started in radio and then started being a host. I guess Ryan right, Seacrest like would Rand, be one. Ryan Seacrest is close. But like, so many of them are legacy and I feel like a thing that happens in Britain a lot is you get like a lot of younger people that come in and then like whatever like Ryan Seacrest has been doing this forever like, Julian Rensick has been doing this forever the girls I think a lot of it has to do with the E show E morning pop or whatever but like, those are just and I just think that there's no equivalent because the BBC is so huge like we don't have like state funded media I guess in the way that like yeah, they have all these BBCs I don't think, and our I don't hosts think, are relegated to E okay but I don't think she's as famous as you I think she's a, she, I think she's in the realm of the woman on E top of the pops or whatever who is married to Phil Dr. Phil's son what's her name you know like her oh Jordan Stewart <laughs> 
Yeah. No, something that's, Stewart. Well, that's him. Morgan <laughs> Stewart. Morgan Stewart. Like, He's Jordan McGraw. Right. R- okay. Like, there, this, this does exist. It's just, I think, a little bit more. These people are able to be more. There's less shows to be on, maybe, but that can't be true. I don't know. England has. I think it has to do with how big the, the networks are. When you're a host on the BBC, you could be a host on all sorts of things. Whereas, like, when you're a host on E, you're a host on E, and it's like, uh, not many people are watching E. I also e. think there's more, and God, it's like, this is so hard. There's more, like, personality-based programming in the UK where it's like, it's a game show where all of these celebrities come and play games. Or it's, you know, like, they all, it's, there's more of these panel shows that lean towards mm-hmm. funny people, people with personalities, and comedians, and hosts being on the show as a thing and like i think there we have less of that here mm-hmm. so because mm-hmm. she you know bbc one's peter crouch save our summer like what is that they, but she's also the host <laughs> of britain's next makeup star right like whatever mm-hmm. that is but we have a cool we have equivalents of that all of course we do right i don't know i think maybe she was a model she just first, seems more famous than sense. morgan stewart <laughs> i mean is although she, what do though? i know like, I don't know. I laughed because when I was searching her name, I, I found this. In her Wikipedia, it says, she is a millionaire. Like, that's like one of the things <laughs> in her Wikipedia. And I was like, what are they citing? So I clicked on what they were citing. And it's something from um, The Standard. Maya Jama on becoming a millionaire at 26 and why she's quit dating. The presenter tells Katie Strick about buying her first house in Southwest London, making her TV debut, and why her best friend is like a husband and wife in one. <laughs> okay, fine. But then okay, Maya. at the bottom of the interview, it says... Maya Jamma has been challenged by pepperami chicken bites to find love at first bite, <laughs> taking part in a dating experience that matches the superstar with singletons based on food preference alone. To watch an episode, visit Pepperami TV. Can you play, like, click the one. Gladly. Click the one after the lol. Pepperami have set me a challenge to create my perfect date night dish. I've gone straight in with the mac and cheese with the pepperami chicken bites. Let's have a go. I'm gonna take my macaroni and just, you know, different people have different styles. I like to, just for effect. Got my chorizo. Off you plop. So while that's brewing, (laughs) we've got some cheese. Whack that in there. And we've got a bit of cream cheese. And spinachi. That's what they call it, isn't it, in the posh places? Spinachi! And then, Add a little bit of milk as you go. It's all right if it's a little bit burnt on the sides as well. It gives a little bit of a... The pasta's done now. Food makes everybody happy. We all have to eat. Okay, I've had enough of this. Pepperami. Pepperami. Pepperami chicken Pepperami bites. Pepperami chicken bites. Uh, she's... Mm-hmm. Anyway, she's doing Spawn for this, and I was cracking up because it's like... It's just like... it's um, It looks like beef jerky. It's just like chicken jerky. But they're in like a bag. They're in like a chip bag. Yeah. But they look like be- they're kind of they kind of look like nuggets, but they're like they don't go bad. It's very it's weird. It's yeah, it's jerky, but it's chicken. I mean, I would eat it. Shape. I would eat them. I'm I'm intrigued by them. I would love to see them at Naps Deli next time we go to Naps Deli because that looks like good beach food where you're like looking for snacks to take and you're willing to take a risk. You know, you're like, yeah, I'll try these. I'll yeah. take these to the beach. Yeah. Pepperami has challenged me to see if I can find love at first bite. I'm hoping to be dazzled. My mouth has gone undazzled for too long. I'm such a catch. I've got, you know, just bang on average 
genitalia. What's next here? You tell me, babe. Oh, 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 okay. We don't have to talk about Grace and Chance. What? Um, After all that? <laughs> he's the paparazzi kid. Didn't we just talk about he's him? The, he's the paparazzi kid. And also, I mean, I guess it is kind of cool because he he has gone through the evolution that like you only get whenever you become famous as like, a kid. Like, he became famous as a kid on Disney Channel, and he has these, like... Wait, but didn't he come famous as a viral paparazzi-playing person on Ellen? Really? Oh, it was him. Yeah, okay. that's Grace and Chance. So, yes. Yeah, so he... This guy, Grace and Chance, I just saw, like, Grace and Chance comes out. Like, Grace and Chance reveals boyfriend, and I was like, why do I recognize that name? Happy Pride. I'm interested in this story for, like, very fundamental reasons, okay? And then I'm reminding myself of who this person is, and his story goes back... Over a decade, Grace and Chance is one of those people who became famous as a kid, grew up on social media, got older in front of everyone, already is old enough to have left the business and come back to the business, come out, now has a boyfriend, but um, has this weird history with like actual really, really famous people, one of them being Ellen, because one of the biggest things in his early career was singing paparazzi by... Lady Gaga. That's on how Ellen. I remember him. It was a hit on YouTube, and it got on YouTube a yeah. lot of views. And then Ellen brought him is. on the show. Everyone in the audience of of his like middle school gym is not looking impressed, and you just want to like slap all of them. It's like, look at what this it's kid good. is it's doing. Good. It was also what year was it? Two thousand and eleven. Eleven. Two thousand eleven. I think it was just around peak, though. I think it was right at the peak. Right, because right I, well, I was at well, I was at AOL in two thousand ten. Okay, it was peak. It was like peak time that something would be viral on the internet and it would be on either Today Show or Ellen or anything. I just talked to New York Times about this, like the Ellen, mm-hmm. the Ellen phenomenon. And like it was a pipeline. You literally, it mm-hmm. literally was like day after day you saw a video and you'd be like, where would this go? Where Who's going to be on Ellen? Which one, which person from this video yep. is going to be on Ellen X? And like yep. it almost was a joke. Gaga? Hi. Hi, Ellen. Oh, Hi. Nice. Gaga. <laughs> it's so nice to meet you. It's so funny. I'm I'm lying in bed here with my mom taking a break and they said Ellen's gonna call you and then my dad was laughing that you called so he's been you know how that caller ID on the phone talks sometimes so my dad's going Ellen calling Ellen calling <laughs> so after being after kind of moving to LA and like doing music after this he's like I'm sick of this I'm done I'm leaving music and he leaves music and then he comes back a couple years later and he's like I'm doing music again and also I'm gay so he got like a I, I don't mean to say this like cynically, but it's like he got like a promotional cycle out of it too, right? Because he's like, he's the kid you might remember. Remember the kid who's saying Lady Gaga? Well, guess what? He's gay. 
And you can tell that you wrote it because it's it's your stories. It's a, it's a lot about heartbreak and yeah. things that didn't work out for you. Um, and speaking of that, which uh, you, I didn't even know that you were gay. So you were you were you would come out to your family at 16, I guess. Yeah, when but I was fairly young. Yeah. Right, but I and then you publicly came out yeah. when you were. 18? 19. 19, yeah. okay. And and why did you feel like it, you waited and why did why was that the right time? Yeah. Well, and I'll preface it by saying, you know, I was so fortunately um, blessed. And you know my family too. I'm, I didn't have um, any issues, you know, coming out to family and friends. It was very, very easy. And, and I think too, I really wanted to make sure that um, it didn't seem like I was trying to profit or, you know, sort of promote my sexuality as a means of getting more fame and popularity. And now he's getting... People Magazine, not even just Jared Jr. coverage, like People Magazine for adults, people exclusive about his new boyfriend. And guess what? He has a new EP. So he's promoting his music. He's promoting his boyfriend on People Magazine, just like a real celebrity. But he's definitely still a who because I completely forgot about this person. And his music is like cute. It's fine. It's good. Whatever. So there were two things in Us Weekly recently that obviously I clicked on because they're two of my favorite features, Day of My Life and 25 Things. Who is and this they woman? Were, they were spawnier than normal. So this woman, Kate Bach, you don't know who Kate Bach is, Lindsay? Do you? How do you not know who Kate Bach is? Again, Will, I, I will repeat myself. Do you? Yes, Lindsay. She's a Canadian model. Known for her appearances in the Sports Illustrated okay, Swimsuit Issue since is. 2013. You don't know who she is either. <laughs> no. Lindsay, in 2011, Bach appeared in the music video to the song Jack Sparrow by the comedy troupe The Lonely Island. Okay? Oh, wow. Okay. That's Kate Bach. Anyway, so Kate Bach does this Us Weekly Inside a Day of My Life. And I'm like, I love clicking this because it's like, okay, gotta find, gotta find the spawn, right? Gotta find the spawn. Where's it going to be? Where's it going to be? When I tell you the spawn is instant, <laughs> I mean it. The spawn starts instantly and it keeps coming. It's all in a day for Kate Bach. The model knows how to balance her time, juggling her workload with and a healthy dose of self-care. Bach begins her day with a morning skincare routine. After she washes her face with an oil-free foaming cleanser, she uses Vintner's Daughter Active Botanical Serum. Quote, it's a special potion for my dry skin, she exclusively tells us weekly. Just three drops and I'm, hi I'm hydrated all day. Then she applies sunscreen, more specifically Dr. Barbara Sturm's SPF 50 and Supergoop's Unseen Sunscreen. She has a quote about all of these things. She's dating a basketball player, too, named Kevin Love. More, 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 more. At 7.30, she talks about Dr. Barbara Sturm's foaming cleanser. At 8 o'clock, she scrambles eggs with everything bagel seasoning and truffle zest. That honestly sounds like a really good idea. Okay, at 1 p.m., work it. When not at a shoot, the Sports Illustrated swimsuit model is in her office expanding her portfolio. I work with brands in the beauty, health, and wellness space. I believe it because she's gotten so much promo in this story already. At 4 p.m., once she turns off her computer, Brock hits the gym. It feels good to release stress from the day, she explains. I like Pilates and recently tried Dance Body. I love the energy. That's Bond, Dance Body. Okay, 5.30 p.m., self-promo. The chief brand officer of Pompette, Lindsay, you asked who she is? She's the chief brand officer of Pompette. A hard, sparkling water mixes a cocktail with the beverage and relaxes on her patio. It's refreshing, clean, 
and only has 40 calories per glass. Oh Calling alcohol God. clean, I'll never get it. I'll never get it. It's the buzzword. And then at 10 p.m., she talks about how excessive hand washing during the pandemic caused a lot of dryness. Quote, I discovered Tenovertin cream. Do you think she discovered it? Or do you think she, like, discovered an extra, like, few hundred thousand dollars in her <laughs> bank account? Like, <laughs> I discovered a check in my mailbox. You have to respect <laughs> that they let her do so much spawn when it's like not you'd think they'd let the more famous people do the more of the spawn you know they're like we're just happy mm-hmm. to have you tori spelling or whatever but then you have this woman who i've never heard of in my goddamn life and it's my job <laughs> to know who people are and they let her do spawn every hour of the day everywhere you know and they have pro- they have promoted pompette's hard sparkling water on their website on us weekly's website for a while now there's plenty of stories about pompette on us weekly that it's somehow also just I crazy because it's, it's like usually these are like 5 30 p.m i put the kids to bed or whatever or i make dinner or i go work out at the gym i love jumping jacks this one's like i drink a hard sparkling water mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that's just not what you do at 5 30 p.m you and the way this works this woman Pompette hard sparkling water doesn't come in a can like the hard sparkling water I think we're used to. It comes in a wine glass, a wine bottle. It comes in a wine, comes in a wine bottle. bottle. Interesting. It's hard sparkling seltzer, but it's in a wine bottle. Interesting. Okay, moving on. We have Tyler Cameron did a 25 Things You Don't Know About Me. Oh my God. You know he has like a repulsive seeming memoir out right now. Yeah, it, I know it came about out it a because while it's, ago. it's the number 25. It's the number 25th thing mm. that he talks about. It's called You Deserve Better. I'm telling you, it's repulsive sounding. <sighs> if you are the ghostwriter of this memoir, please call in. Oh, we won't play God. it. I just want to know all about what it was like working with this person because there's imagine. no way these this man's fingers have ever touched a keyboard. Uh, Tyler I just Cameron, do not see it. Former, ba- former Bachelor contestant. Bachelor? Was he the Bachelor? Yes. Oh, God! It's so boring. It's so, and he's so friends dull. with the other. He's friends with that other boring bachelor, Matt James. And they're Han- like best and friends. Brown. It's like we're always shirtless. We're always shirtless, and we're friends. That's his whole personality. Wow, I can tell That's he. I can tell he number seventeen repeated eighth grade. Am I right? Uh, yeah, but did you see he tried to blame his repeating of eighth grade on someone sure, else? Sure, I repeated eighth grade because my best friend's parents were making him stay back. Sure, yeah. On. Your parents wouldn't let you repeat eighth grade just because you wanted to stay with your best friend, okay? You repeated eighth grade because you needed to repeat eighth grade. Because a teacher wrote, see me on the on the top of your, like, report card. <laughs> Has there ever been someone who, like, emits see me energy more than Tyler Cameron? <laughs> Traumatizing. <laughs> okay? See me. Okay, we have 17. I repeated eighth grade because my best friend's parents are making him stay back. 18. Love, loyalty, and freedom are the most important things to me. Okay. 19. Martin is one of my all-time favorite TV shows. Okay. 25. I cried way more than I thought I would while writing my book, You Deserve Better. We know you hired someone to do this. That whole thing is a lie. It's out the July whole 27th. thing is a lie. Now I'm like promoting his book. Sorry, I want to just read Don't. you. From the Bachelor at Breakout Heartthrob, You Deserve Better will combine Tyler Cameron's life story with a guide for both men and women to building a healthy relationships in the tricky world of modern dating, proving why he's the male feminist we never knew we needed. <laughs> Babe, I promise well- you, you're not. What the fuck is this shit? 
I am so excited to see Little Women. God, Greta Gerwig is amazing. I mean, more women in film, am I right? Is that romance in the air? It smells amazing. Wow, you look absolutely amazing in this light. Here, hold on. I gotta get a picture of this. Yeah, this is my new screensaver. He's an ally. His favorite movie genre is rom-com. That's oh feminist. I'm addicted to acai bowls from Three Natives and have it every morning. I'm opening up a Three Natives franchise in Delray Beach, Florida with one of my best buds, J.P. Caruso. So this is Spawn for his book and his new franchise, Three Natives. I'm sorry. If, like, you're writing a book about relation, whatever, like... Get a degree in psychiatry or psychology or something, you know? Like, you're telling me this, like, acai bowl guy is telling me? There's no pressure for them to get any sort of certification no, of because not, they're going to get the book not. deal anyway. Of course. I'm just being rude. I'm just saying I don't want some Flor Floridian acai bowl peddler telling me about modern feminism, you know? Me in a bookstore, whenever someone picks up Tyler Cameron's book, uh you deserve better and asking them to put it down. <laughs> like, it's actually a terrible title. Oh, man. You deserve better than oh, to read man. this book. We got to end I'm this because I'm already so bored of him. I like, I'm already just so... I'm, wait, you didn't, you didn't read the rest of the book description, Lindsay. Tyler Cameron impressed fans on The Bachelorette with his ability to discuss difficult, difficult topics with a level of emotional intelligence perhaps never seen on reality television, Okay. Things like consent and boundaries, respect for Have women and their Have you seen Hollywood medium? That's a lie. The roots of toxic masculinity and insecurity and more. He has Have you seen I Love New York? That's a lie. Tyler seems like a unicorn. He's got the world's attention simply by demonstrating a full grasp of respect and no fear of vulnerability and honesty. But shouldn't this be the norm? In this book, he'll show that every person deserves a partner who understands and values them with advice on how to seek out someone like this and how to behave like this for your own someone. I can't. They're saying that no one on television has ever spoken about respect for women and consent um, more fully than Tyler Cameron. Speaking of reality television show, a lot of reality here. Chriselle is mad that people are saying that she is not really a real estate I agent. I can with <laughs> Which has been this ongoing thing Did you forever. miss Chriselle? Chriselle, we haven't had talked about Chriselle on the show for like an yes, unprecedented well, she, amount of time. Because we needed her to get over her breakup because she was treated terribly. We needed her By to like come back on her own terms. from Dancing with the Stars. Yes. We needed her to come back on her own terms. Chriselle really um, is a great uh, reality star I was person. talking about Justin Hartley, but yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, I was talking about Ko, the boyfriend she had after about yeah. Justin Hartley, also was fucked up to her. Anyways, now she's standing up for herself. The 39-year-old selling Sunset Star recently took to her Instagram story to refute claims she didn't serve as her own real estate agent while purchasing her home. Of course she did. That's her job. Don't you but watch Selling Sunset? Was, they say what I. Whenever she gets into it, she's like, "I was the I was the agent," because they say that they said that one of the Oppenheim twins. They said that Jason was the agent. That was the rumor. And she was like, no, I was the agent and Jason was the broker. And I'm sort of like, Jason I will or never Schmason? know the What's difference. the other one named? Jason or Grayson? It's Jason and Schmason. Jason and Schmason. For sure. That's absolutely what it is. So Jason uh, and Schmason are like, you know what? How dare you disrespect Chriselle? She is a real estate agent and she was the agent on her own house. Meanwhile, we all know based on Selling Sunset, Selling Sunset isn't one of those shows that try that's trying to make being a real estate agent really seem that much harder than it is like really all these women do is like they walk to the house and they unlock the door all i need to, 
as somebody who knows all I need to know about real estate agents and what they do based on selling Sunset, they don't do much, okay? I I believe that she sold her own house to herself. Of course she, she did. She walked in and she was talking to herself and she was like, so here's the bedroom and here's the kitchen. Oh, there's a there's a waterfall marble island. Okay, great. What's the price? It's $3.6 million. Okay, great. You did you did your job. You did your job. I'll take it. Thanks, Chriselle. No, thank you. No, you're welcome. <laughs> That would be compelling television. Chriselle selling the house to herself. That's what we need. I mean, I'm just saying, like, how it, it, is it really that hard? I'm joking. I really don't know anything about I only know what I've watched on selling. So you pay your down payment or whatever. Maybe she paid cash. And then she got a cut of the money that she paid for the house. <laughs> like... I don't know, but remember when they were like, "We got to get the front end and the back end. We got to both. We got to get this thing from both sides, front and back." And I'm like, "I hate this show, but I love it." <laughs> I love it. So Meanwhile, much. where is it? Come back already! It's like, what's taking so long? It's not like there's a pandemic or anything. Come on, guys. I mean, Chris, Christine is still out here selling stuff because we've seen her like. She out sold herself doing a baby deals. into her belly and out of her vagina. She has a full baby. Okay, so. She corrected the rumors. Also, there's no one, as much as I like Chriselle, she does not seem to really be the personality type to deal with being a reality star. Like, things do not just um, brush off, off her back, her back. You know, roll off her back in the way that they roll off Christine yeah, Quinn's she's back. Very, she's taking one person's uh, comment very seriously. I don't think that the majority of people thought that this woman didn't sell herself a house. Of course she did, you know? Like the moment some random, you know, uh, JB3126 on Instagram like commented on Chriselle's thing and was like, I don't think you sold your house. She was like, at JB3126, how dare you disrespect me? I've never been right. more disrespected right, right, in my right, entire right, life. Right, right, I absolutely right, right, sold my own house. The fact that you don't believe it is really offensive, blah, 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 blah. Like right, right, she right, right, is the epitome of the person who should never read the comments. You know, but she'll right, never yeah, stop she's reading the comments. Right, and she's out here. She's reading them. She's reading them. Yeah. No, it's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, she definitely is one of those. Mm-hmm. Definitely I can't wait for the show to come back. I can't wait Me for neither. the show to come back. Me neither. Okay. I can't wait to look, keep learning how to sell houses. What do you think about Chriselle? I don't know. I, I She seems nice. She I did mean, bring a basket of dog toys, so. I know. Such that a was a kiss-ass move. No, that was a kiss-ass move. <laughs> it was an ass-kisser move. It was still nice. Yeah. They said that about Ted Just Bundy, the, too. <laughs> do you know that you and McGregor had a secret baby? I know. Last night, I got the I got the push alert. Insane! Literally, last episode we were talking about his daughter Clara getting bit by a dog in the face and walking the red carpet like a star. And she went from being someone who called Mary Elizabeth Winstead like tr- a trashy asshole to being the person who told the world that Mary Elizabeth Winstead gave birth to a baby with her father. I just liked that. She was the one who announced it. They yeah. let her do the promo. They were like, Clara, you're on a roll. Your dog bitten face got you the press that it deserved. And now, honey, we're going to let you announce our secret baby on Instagram. You are doing it. You are a star, Clara. But I do think that, like, obviously they have a good relationship. Like, I think that's clear. But I think part of the reason, I'm not saying this is like their publicist told them to do this, but it's like, it really does nip any sort of rumor that she has a bad relationship with her dad and her... No, like, clearly she's over dad's it. girlfriend. She's right. Over it. By being the one to announce it. Like, it, it shuts up that conversation before it even starts, really. Which is which is smart. It was smart of them to do it like this. I just I just cracked up because I'm just like, this girl, like, Ewan was just like, we, we're pushing Clara this month. It's Q1. Wait, what Q is it? It's Q3. Q3? Q2? I think it might be Q2. I think we're in Q2. Is it Q2? Q2? 
Wow. Okay. It's Q2. We're, we're, we're pushing Clara. She deserves this push. Let's give her the baby news. Gone. No, we're in the end of Q. It's still Q2. I think Q3 begins like in a couple of days. This is reminding reminding me that we have to pay our quarterly taxes, but yes, uh, it is Q. It is Q2. Anyways, I just, I just am like, I'm appreciating the continuing press push for Ewan McGregor's daughter who got bit in the face by a dog, you know? Mm -hmm. I love it. She's doing really well. Let's move on to Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Rita's still in LA. My favorite photo of the week. So she has a she apparently has a song coming out soon with Sigala. Do you know who Sigala is? Do you? I had to Google it. It's I didn't know, but I've I was seeing a lot of the the British press was writing like she's doing X, she's wearing like this amid the the uh, the release of her new single with Sigala. Is it like it's a um, DJ? He's like, like a, a Tiesto. Yeah, he's a Tiesto. He's a Calvin Harris. He's a British DJ. This is probably because her EP did so well, and that was also with a with a DJ. Mm-hmm. My favorite he- photo comes from this headline: Rita Ora watches on while boyfriend Taika Waititi does an outdoor workout. And so we have Taika Waititi in a pink tank top, pushing one of those like things where you push the thing that has the weights match? on it. Match? Who's taking yeah, and this she's photo? And she's but obviously there are photos where she is in focus. But my favorite photo is Taika Waititi like grunting and he's pushing this like heavy thing in the sun in the California sun. And are behind like... him is a blurry pink object that you can tell. A hundred percent Rita Ora. That has sunglasses and a bucket hat, a pink bucket hat. And like it, out of focus, you could show me that blur and I'd say that's Rita Ora in okay, two seconds. So you could tell that's they, Rita. Can I just ask? I don't, you don't have the link to the story here, so I can't even click on it. They dressed matching match. to go to the they gym. Matched. Well, to to the outdoor gym. workout. Outdoor okay, workout. Okay, but that's the gym. It's a gym. They, he, he's pushing a piece of gym equipment. It is the gym. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then now they're working out outside. Clearly, the paparazzi is was invited because they've got this incredible head-on shot of him. I mean, they're it's perfect. It's a beautiful. They could photo. not be any closer. I mean, it's you'd think it was a workout class featuring paparazzi at this rate. Yeah. And there and his, she is in the background cheering on her boyfriend and his. Fitness. And is Rita Ora in workout gear? No. <laughs> no, she is not. She is Rita not Ora's just, just him. No, she's in a dress and literally heels. She's okay, just watching wow. him work out. Okay, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. And yet, the next headline, you say she's always working, but not always mm-hmm. working out. She's always working. Rita Ora shares cheeky selfies during her Los Angeles stay as she prepares for the release of her new summer track with Sigala. Okay. She's working. That's true. She also she's always sizzled working. as she flaunted her taut midriff in a yellow crop top and miniskirt while posing up a storm in L.A., mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. causing tailwind out here. <laughs> And then she took pajamas trend to the next level in the silkiest pants, lace bralette, and towering heels. I didn't know there was a pajamas trend. Did you know? No. Actually, it's too hot here to wear pajamas. Who's wearing pajamas? Well, did you know that uh, that sleeping in cotton may actually make you cooler at night than like sleeping shirtless? It's counterintuitive. Sleeping in like Mm. something 100% cotton. Psychology Today. Where'd you read this? I read it somewhere when I was like, it's so hot in my bedroom. How do I sleep cooler? <laughs> and every website's like, 
counter to what you think, wearing a shirt and like something cotton and pajamas may actually make you cooler when you sleep. And I'm okay. finding that to be not so Was true. Was this but study <laughs> brought to you by... The... By Big Cotton. Yeah. <laughs> by Big Cotton. Sounds a little sus to me. I'd like to see some... I just see some numbers. Um, that's it. We're done. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Call in at 619-WHO-THEM-DELETE. Questions, comments, and concerns. Support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly for twice-weekly bonus episodes. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you to Katie and Eric at The Who's for providing our Rita theme song. And we'll see you on Friday. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. You will say that. to be famous.